Let me tell you something, brother. My main man, Dan, the wolf child tolling brother, is a Genesis Gym supporter. So if you're a pencil neck geek and think you can take him, you're mistaken. Thanks, Dan, for being a supporter of Genesis Gyms, dude. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Genesis Gems, episode 56. I am one of the hosts, Nick Stevens. With me this time is... Aaron. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up? No one else wanted to join us today. I wonder why. I know. I mean, we've only rescheduled this episode about, you know, say, eight times? I, eight's probably lightly. I'd say maybe ten. <laughs> I don't know if it's because this of the, the busy... most most rescheduled episode. It's either because everyone's busy or they know what game we're playing. I think a little bit of both. They're playing a little uh, hide-and-seek of their own. Exactly. <laughs> you can't find us. I had to go find five kids and five presents before <laughs> I can move on. That baby bop was hard to find for this one. Woo. Ah, baby bop. But, uh, yeah, if you guys haven't figured it out, we're going to cover uh, Barney's hide-and-seek on the Genesis. Um, I wanted to hurry up and do this game because Steve and Michael kept uh, recommending it. He's actually a patron now, so when it's his time to pick a game, I figured it would uh, come up anyways, so we might as well just get it out of the way and go on with our lives and play some good games, right? Right. Yep. No spoilers. So how's Aaron been? Hey, man. Uh, I've been pretty good. Um, nothing too crazy in my life. Um, I did. I don't know if I should save that for Sega Snippets. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, so I kind of I wanted to play a game that uh, I really hadn't played too much of but it's on the sega genesis and uh, i think it's kind of underrated uh, i don't think a ton of people played it but uh that was ease three and um i actually sat down with that game this weekend and beat it uh and hopefully we'll be able to talk more about that game in a future episode nice because uh, the ease series is pretty awesome um and i think kind of yeah underrated and what's crazy is I, I beat Ease 3 on Sega Genesis, and then I went and I beat the same game on Super Nintendo just to see what the differences were. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there are uh, like translation differences and uh, graphical differences. Not, nothing too major, but, you know, it's pretty interesting. So no, no like, uh, uh, cross-saves kind of thing? Can't do that? <laughs> No cross save. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that existed back then. No. <laughs> but what I thought was pretty cool was that you could save anywhere, which is a, a feature that not a lot of games did back then. Where it was just like, oh, you want to just save wherever you are in the game. Doesn't matter. You can just save, and you have multiple files. So it, it would be like, you know, oh man, I, I'm uh, doing really good, and then you know, you get to an area where you're about to die. It's like, okay. Well, if I if I save right here, I should be okay. And I died a lot. Oh man, <laughs> I died a ton. And, and I think because uh, I remember trying to play that game as a kid and just ah, uh, such frustration because I didn't realize how much you have to grind like early on. Um, 
But yeah, grinding is so essential in that game, especially like the first area of the game where it's like you run into the the mines and pff, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll save that for. Hopefully, we'll get to cover that game. I I would hope this year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need to do some more RPGs. That's kind of yeah something we need. A- to do. And maybe you know maybe we can even do like a, a Patreon episode on the first Ease game, which was on Sega Master System. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, the sky's is the limit now with Patreon, right? Patreon. We can do it. Yeah. Speaking um, of Patreon, yeah. Patreon.com slash Genesis Gems. Go check us out. Hey. Uh, but uh, otherwise, man, I, I've been doing pretty good. Um, just had my, my kids with me this weekend. Um, nothing too crazy uh, over the weekend. I did another uh, nostalgia overload. I did get to see one of my favorite bands live um, up in Austin, uh, which was the Meat Puppets. I don't know if you recognize that band. Heard, um, heard the name. Yeah. Um, most people probably know them um, because of the time they showed up on uh, Nirvana Unplugged <laughs> over on MTV. And um, they played a few songs with Kurt Cobain. Actually, their own songs. And uh, Kurt Cobain sang along with them. Uh, and they are a phenomenal band. And I recommend checking them out. They've been shoot they've been playing uh they got back together about 10 years ago but uh they've been a band since like 1982 (laughs) i think wow uh so yeah they were amazing and then i saw um probably my favorite my all-time favorite bassist or one of my favorite bassists uh, mike watt was also at the show up in austin um and he's been all sorts of crazy musical projects um Probably the most well known was uh, he he was with uh, Iggy and the Stooges, yeah. so uh, yeah, he he was just touring with them a while back. So awesome stuff. That was my excitement, and uh, you know I made sure to wear uh, earplugs because uh, you know <laughs> can't damage these these ears. Yeah. Um, you know I gotta save it for the dying cat sounds of the Sega Genesis. Yeah, well, if it's too loud, you're too old, right? <laughs> yes i'm definitely too old too (laughs) oh awesome yeah life's been busy like i said we've been rescheduling this like crazy i like to blame it on the game but been pretty busy works crazy fun stuff but uh yeah seems like weekends are the only time i'm ever actually thinking about stuff outside of work so fun but yeah, so Genesis Gems, guys, if you want to check us out, we are on the web at www.genesisgemspodcast.com. Uh, check us out there. We have cool articles by Nick DeMarco, and we also show the ranking of each of our games on there, so check that out. Uh, check us out on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Podcast. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Gems. That's where most of the interaction goes on at, so go join that group, please. Uh, shoot us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at gengems. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. And just today, I tried to subscribe or uh, submit our podcast to TuneIn Radio, I believe it's called. Uh, I had a, we had a listener actually ask us to do that. So don't know if anyone uses that app or that service, but we will be there soon, hopefully. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I think we did that back on Retro Obscura. And it's cool because you can have like a 24-hour stream. And I think it just it'll play like a random episode of the podcast if you oh, that's load cool. up the stream. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. And then uh, we are part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com. And uh, again, want to thank all of our uh, patrons out there. We had another pledge, uh, two pledges actually, since uh, 
the last episode, so you'll be hearing your names at the end of this show. Just stay tuned for that. Uh, one was actually Gail Wilson from the Two Dudes community uh, when she found out that we did a podcast with Michael Kelso. So Michael Kelso got us a dollar over here, so thanks, Kelso. But <laughs> appreciate that. And then we had another gentleman by the name of Bradley Smith who also donated a dollar a month. So big thanks to them. Again, you'll have a shout-out at the end of the show for that. So, uh, yeah, no new iTunes reviews. Hopefully we'll have one soon. I'm going to go on another uh begging uh, <laughs> spree for that so maybe have a, a giveaway soon for someone who might give us an iTunes review who knows anyways let's uh, just jump right into the next section this is Sega Snippets Test 1-2 Sega now it's time for Sega Snippets so uh, Aaron other than uh, you playing the uh, how do you say it? Ease, wise? Uh, ease. ease. That's yeah, how I say it's it. okay. ease. So, like, real quick, the original game. Well, okay, when it came out on Sega Master System, it was like Ease Ancient, uh, uh with like uh, Ancient Vanished Open. I can't remember. But the whole the whole problem with that game on um, Master System was they put an apostrophe between the wine, uh, which is not how it's said. So Ease is is like a uh, mythical land basically in french i think um and that's that's how it's pronounced ease ease so yeah that's what i'll just say it it's one word (laughs) that's how i always said it but i was never sure and that's probably why i wasn't super popular over here is is people probably couldn't pronounce it uh (laughs) (laughs) but uh other than that um sega wise you know i did uh i did try and play some games uh, because i've got uh, the, the main way I play Sega Genesis, because I do have one, but the main way I play games is, uh, you know, I've got uh, the whole collection emulated on my, my Wii along with, uh, you know, the Master System games and uh, Game Gear. And uh, I was just poking around, playing some games. Um, I'm surprised how well uh, Sonic the Hedgehog won on the um, Master System, Game Gear, whatever, how well that game holds up. Yeah. And I actually prefer the music in that game <laughs> more huh. than the Sega Genesis version, the first one. Uh, I don't know why. I, I think it's that uh, Yuzo Koshiro touch. <laughs> uh, but that, the gameplay is actually r- really solid. Um, and it's probably one of the best games, uh, certainly on the Master System. So that's definitely worth checking out. Cool. So. And if, if everyone hears a little bit of noise in the background, I just spilled coffee all over my desk, so I'm cleaning it up right now. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so I guess I'll keep talking. Then. No, no, uh, I'm, I'm good. But <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Go, go ahead. Keep talking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Sega-wise, though, um, I've heard rumblings here and there uh, about a new I'll, – I'll, I'll pronounce it Seaman, so no one gets confused about what I'm talking about. A new Seaman game. Um, <laughs> if you remember that cult classic from the Sega Dreamcast, there's rumblings that uh, there might be a new game in the works. Uh, which I don't know if you ever played that one. I did. That was a, a little trippy, but it was fun. Yeah, it's a little trippy. I, I thought what was really cool was you, you'd have a microphone attachment, and then you could actually uh, talk to your creature that you raised, basically. And uh, there's definitely a wacky sense of humor in that game you can look up youtube videos about it um otherwise i saw sonic mania got delayed um I, and, and i don't have a problem with that i can wait <laughs> as long as it's a good sonic game i don't mind waiting absolutely so. i know I, I agree because i'm kind of tired of bad sonic games right we, we waited this long might as well wait some more 
Yeah. And there's another Sonic game coming out that looks promising uh, in that you can uh, put your own custom characters in the game. So Now, that doesn't make a good game. Okay, Sega, <laughs> if you're listening, which you're probably not. But <laughs> custom characters is not a good game make. So as long as there's good gameplay in there, um, I'm sure people will pick up your game. You can always create Sonic in it, right? You absolutely can. <laughs> probably Danky Kang and... <laughs> any any uh, one you care to do. It, it's funny for uh, all the patrons out there. I'm actually having my mom. My mom's a amazing artist. I'm having her uh, create a Genesis Gem specific um, drawing for all the patrons out there. It's gonna be one of the monthly giveaways here soon. And um, I, I showed her some drawings of. Uh, I said, you know, here, draw Sonic like this. And then I, I went to Google. I'm like, please don't draw him like this. And I showed her all the <laughs> crazy pictures of Sonic. <laughs> she was like, oh no 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 no. <laughs> And I love, uh, like, all the horrible cake designs <laughs> yeah. with the badly drawn Sonic. Yeah, those are amazing. <laughs> uh, I love how that's a thing, though. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Sega Snippets for me, um, kind of the same thing I always talk about. My, my youngest son and I, which you'll actually hear him later on in the show, he's always wanting to play two-player games. So we popped in a few more two-player games. We loves playing Sonic 3, the uh, competition mode. Um if you ever play Sonic 2, the, the two-player split-screen, split it's a it's a little... It kind of freezes and gets a little crazy. On Sonic 3, they actually kind of back off the graphics a little bit and have some special levels just for the competition. It's real fun because you're actually like doing laps. It's almost like a racing game. Like You do laps through a real small area, so we play that like for hours at a time. And then uh, we also played a whole lot of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heist this uh, past three days. I've been on a three-day weekend, so I love playing that. He uh, always picks Leonardo and I always get Raphael. I get to use my big arcade stick, so fun times. Which is weird. I don't know if it's my Genesis or it's the arcade stick, but you can't use the arcade stick in port number one for some reason. It just starts flickering real bad on the screen. So if you move that over to port number two, it works. Don't know if that's a thing. Maybe it's my Genesis screwing up. I don't know. But kind of kind of strange. But uh, yeah, those are the two games we've been playing a lot of, uh, other than, you know, of course, Barney here. And I've um, actually been playing a whole lot of the next game we're going to be covering on the show. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I don't, I don't. Did you see that? What we're going to be playing next, Aaron? Uh, yes, I did, and it's not one that I've really played a lot of. I've maybe played it once or twice. Yeah, so I'm excited. I was very surprised that I've never dug into this game. It's a, it's a beat 'em up. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll hint that at that later. But uh, very excited to play that. I actually went out and bought it. It was a little pricey for just the cart, but uh, had to get it. Very good. So, but yeah, other than that, I haven't really been doing much. Um, of course, we played a lot of Dragon's Trap over the past few uh, weeks for the Patreon episode. I'm still playing that, still trying to beat it. Um, and I did a little uh, sneak peek to that podcast on the Two Dudes feed, so go check that out as well. Um, and if you want to hear the real thing, go to our Patreon. I'm going to say that about 50 times this show. But yeah, go check us out there. <laughs> Which, guys, again, <laughs> big thank you because our latest Podomatic bill came out, and uh, we almost were able to pay it completely in full and have a little money left over for the prizes and stuff. So the money actually coming out of our pockets is very little right now. So really appreciate that, guys. Really do. Yes, so. you guys are awesome. And we thank you for everything that you do for us, and we hope you will continue to listen. Absolutely. Well, Aaron, I think it's this time that we uh, ask a question. Oh, well, I thought it was time to play a different game. <laughs> <laughs> ask a question, ask many questions, <laughs> whatever yes. it is. We're going to be asking Aaron. Is a dude who knows a lot about Sega games. Ask him questions, it's okay. And he will answer them if he wants. 
So uh, I've got the page pulled up here. And if you ever want to ask me a question uh, for the show, always pop on over to our Facebook group, uh, which is facebook.com slash group slash Genesis Gems. And uh, Nick actually posts uh, the Ask Aaron <laughs> segment uh, before each show. So you guys can definitely uh, send me in a question. So I'll go ahead and start it up here. Uh Brian Voss asks, this is an interesting one, favorite Friday the 13th movie? Um, I, th- I think the one where he takes Manhattan, that one? <laughs> no, that one's pretty horrible. Um, it, shoot, probably the first one. I mean, that's that's the only, in my mind, the only halfway decent one. Uh, I have seen the one with Tom Arnold and uh, Roseanne. Um, is that... That was a Friday 13th. Movie, I don't even wasn't know. It? Don't even know. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I, I never saw the remake. Um, but yeah, probably probably the first one. I'm still excited for that uh, Friday the 13th game. Uh, yeah. It's coming out. It has it, potential. Is multiplayer it, one. Is it out yet? I've been seeing some video I game don't footage. No. But it definitely looks uh, better than most licensed games so it's pretty interesting it's interesting how um, indie developers uh, and this is just a quick aside indie developers are getting in on the you know licensed movie property thing because there was another um, game that just came out for Reservoir Dogs a, a new new game that was uh, definitely I think a, an indie title so pretty interesting uh, so Nick DeMarco asks if chiptunes were really made out of chips what note would be sour cream and onion Oh man, hmm, that's a good question. B sharp. <laughs> yes, I like that one. B sharp. Ah. It's a good answer. I'll go with Nick's answer. B sharp. I think that was the the name of the um, the barbershop quartet in The Simpsons. <laughs> the B sharps. And in case you're not musically inclined, um, a B sharp is literally just a C natural, <laughs> a C, and that's the that's the musical joke. Uh, so Jonathan Grayson asks, what is love? And you know what? Chris Vanderhoof uh, went ahead and answered the question for me. And he said, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Is that like a repeating question? I feel like that was a question last time. Was it? I feel like we've talked about that. I you don't know, know, we we don't. Here's what we don't have. Uh, so you guys will have to keep us honest. We, we, we don't have a spreadsheet <laughs> for like every single question that's ever been asked. So it's up to the collective memory of everybody in the group <laughs> and us uh, if a question's been asked. And here's the thing. Even if it gets asked again, I might have a different answer. <laughs> so who knows? Um, moving on here. Uh, let's see. I'm going to skip that one because it's not really a question. Here, my brother asks, uh, my brother Gordon, which Olsen twin are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess he's referring to uh, the, the Ask Aaron picture, which is, uh, I wish you guys ever downloaded that face app thing that uh, morphs your face, uh, basically. I'm trying to be like, uh, trying to do what all the cool kids are doing. <laughs> and so Nick found my, uh, my transformation here. Um, and yeah, apparently female me looks like an Olsen twin. <laughs> so Aaron yeah, Olsen that has a good ring to it. But Aaron Olsen. Ooh, I don't. I don't know. I will let the the listeners decide because I can't tell them apart. Aren't they identical twins? 
Yeah, pretty Mary sure. Kate and Ashley, yeah. That's why that's why they were able to, you know, swap them from act actress to actress in full house. No one ever knew. <laughs> no one ever knew, that's right. <laughs> um okay, so Sean Robinson asks, What do you think of this? Uh okay. I have to click on a link. I can't <laughs> oh, that might why? be no. Uh, okay. So the rumor is Sonic Comics canceled. Sega wants more licensing money and Archie not wanting to renew it. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I read the Sonic Comics a little bit as a kid. I don't know. But what I do know is apparently Sonic the Hedgehog is, I think, the longest uh, concurrently running or the longest... Uh, running comic without a break um it's been running since its initial run since what the, the mid-90s so i guess the, the longest running u.s comic uh without a break but maybe i'm wrong i thought i read that somewhere i get what, i see what you did there the longest running comic yes <laughs> <laughs> sorry okay <laughs> yes the longest running absolutely um so ian uh mcgarry asks so you're going to end up looking like Morrissey from the Smiths when you're older. Not bad. So my question is, how soon is now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess my answer is, uh, do pretty girls make graves? <laughs> Deep cuts. Deep cuts. <laughs> uh, okay. So Jim Jones asks, in relation to looking like Morrissey, how good is your British accent? Um, it's... Not not very good. I, was like, I think um, isn't Jim Jones? I'm, I'm assuming he Jim has, Jones doesn't he have a British accent? <laughs> I, I think he does. I think he's from the UK. Yeah. So uh, my my British accent is not fantastic. It, like I have to listen to somebody talk for a while, and then I can kind of imitate them. Otherwise, I probably just sound like um, an extra from My Fair Lady. <laughs> Every time I try to imitate that accent i just usually start doing an australian accent <laughs> i'm like hey mate i'm from the uk <laughs> i'm like oh wait that's not right so andrew code asks uh, i really enjoy chipped music but i don't have a go-to place to find it where can i find purchase your music uh where should we go to discover new tunes or listen to classic chiptune music uh so i answered this question so uh i i make Chip to music under the name Dia, just D-Y-A. Uh, you can always find my stuff over on Bandcamp, uh, just diamusic.bandcamp.com. Um, and I'm working on a new album, actually. So Awesome. Awesome stuff. Yeah, uh, we otherwise... Will, we will yeah. put the uh, all the links on the show notes again, by the way. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're looking for chiptune besides... Um, there are various sites where you can um, grab, you know, full archives of, or, you know, you can grab archives of, like, NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis music, like, from the actual video games. Uh, but as far as, like, um, chiptune music that people are creating now, um, there, there are a few different ways. Uh, if you're trying to discover more music, uh, you can always join the chip tunes equals win group on facebook it's a great place to discover new music um 
They've also got a website. I've been a part of uh, their compilation releases, um, their Halloween, the last Halloween one, and their um, Volume 5. And it's a giant sampler of different songs from different artists. It's pretty awesome. Um, Another thing you can go grab on Bandcamp. But otherwise, uh, there's chipmusic.org, which is a a decent place to find uh, tunes. Uh, There's... Geek Beat, Geek Beat Radio, uh, which is a cool radio station for um, chiptune and VGM and um, nerdy-related music. Um, that's a good place. And um, there's there's all sorts out there. That, that's just a, a few I'm naming off the top of my head. Um but yeah, I, that's a great question. Thank you for for bringing it up. So Blake Worrell asks, "Oh, uh, <laughs> says Lady Aaron looks uh, sexy." I just say that. <laughs> uh, okay, feels so weird now. Oh, question: <laughs> If Service Games had, considering I actually met him, uh, <laughs> okay, if Service Games had shortened their name to Sergam. Rather than Sega, would they have been more or less successful? No, I think they would have um, been a f- footnote in history. I well, not necessarily. If they had made the same exact games, uh, I I don't see a problem. But Sergam just doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? I I don't I don't think so. Josh Diekman asks, "What is the best Genesis music?" Or a personal favorite, but in a game you know is objectively terrible. This is a great question. Um, whew, this is hard, Josh. Ob- objectively, so would that mean that nobody likes it? <laughs> what would that mean? So uh, one game that came comes to mind, and it's hard for me to call uh, any game really terrible, but. Uh, <laughs> I was playing Dark Castle today, and that's a terrible game. <laughs> but it uses a piece of music, which is a classic piece of music, because it's it, it's what game developers do a lot of times when they can't spring for an actual composer, is they'll just take something from um, a, our classical music history. And so they grabbed, I think it was Tokata and Fugue. Uh, it was a classical piece from Bach, basically. And I don't care. There, there's some pretty terrible games out there, but when they use uh, a piece of music like that, I I, I give props because I I just I like the music usually, even if it, the rendition sounds horrible. Uh, so there's that. There's also um, it's hard for me to say terrible, but Socket is not a great game. It looks great. On paper, it should be great, but it's not a great game. But the music is really solid. That's a Vic Tokai game. Go go check it out. It's a Sonic clone. Um, Devilish. I was just playing that game, and it probably has one of the top ten OSTs, original soundtracks, on the Sega Genesis. And it's not a, not a great game. Uh, so if you ever want to hear an amazing soundtrack, go check out Devilish. Okay, so I agree with you that that's not a good game, my book. But yeah, music's no, great. No, it's absolutely. Yeah, music's great, but the gameplay is just it's there's some there's an issue there. Yeah. Main issue is 
if you're going to make a, a breakout clone, you got to make it fun. Uh, <laughs> and that game is not all that fun. And part of it is the wonky ball physics. The ball just, it, whenever it hits uh, at a certain angle, it doesn't go exactly where you think it's going to go. That's just me. Um, moving on here. Nick Mellon asks, favorite 2D fighter, any console? Favorite 3D fighter, any console? How do they stack up against your favorite fighting game on Genesis? Oh, okay. He says, think 1v1 like Karate Champion, not scrolling like 64th Street. Okay, and I, I, I get what he means. Favorite 2D fighter is probably... For me, it's probably Super... Maybe Super Street Fighter 2... Mm, that's tricky. Favorite 2D fighter. Or, or maybe Street Fighter 2 Alpha. Street Fighter Alpha 2. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try to figure it out. It's a Street Fighter game, guys. Street Fighter Alpha 2 uh, or Samurai Showdown is in there somewhere. It's it's hard. For me. It's been a while since I've played uh, a really good 2D fighter. Guilty Gear was right up there. Man, you guys are making it hard. Um <laughs> But I, I, lo- I love those games. How does it stack up against my favorite Sega Genesis fighter? Well, guess what? Uh, the Sega Genesis has Street Fighter II Championship Edition, which is pretty pretty cool if you got a six button. Uh, Super Street Fighter II is pretty pretty decent, except for the voices. So, pretty close. Samurai Showdown. Uh, played it on the Sega CD. Not too bad. As far as favorite 3D fighter. Oh, man. Uh... I really liked Virtual Fighter 5, and I played yeah. that a ton. Played that a ton on my PS3, and, and uh, Virtual Fighter 2 on the Sega Saturn, which is one of my favorites. Uh, but one of the craziest ones I, I love to play was uh, Fighters Mega Mix, which is another one I had on Sega, yeah. Sega Saturn. I got that one on the Saturn, Great too. game. Yep. Yeah, and that's a, kind of a mix of Fighting Vipers, which I never owned, but it's uh, Virtual Fighter and Fighting Vipers. And lots of insane stuff going on in that game, and cage matches, and um, all sorts of unlockable characters from uh, Sonic the Fighters. Uh, you can play as a car. Did I mention you can play as a car? Yeah, <laughs> you can play as Hornet from Daytona, uh, USA. So yeah, go check that game out. It's insane. Uh, Chris Vanderhoff asks, "Will you marry me?" <laughs> 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 okay so that escalated quickly and then he asked the one on the bottom right not the other three I wanted to clarify that <laughs> he's again referring to my picture oh man <laughs> well you know I'm not married so technically that is possible but you know Chris uh, I like you but I, I don't like you in that way <laughs> sorry buddy hope I can uh, bring you down gently there <laughs> All right, so um, Nick Mellon asked one more question, which is fine. Uh, how do I play American games on my PAL Maker Drive 2? Uh, just a 60... I think he answered the question. Just a 60 hertz mod switch from what I've read. What about when you add the 32X? I've read conflicting stories here. Some say the 60 hertz mod on the Mega Drive is enough. A mod provider I found, other, uh, found off- offers a 32X 60 hertz switch, though. Now add a Mega CD. I need a BIOS mod to play NTSC CD games. Um, now, I can't answer the 32X question because there are definitely some 
video issues between the 32X release in Pilot ter- Territories in, in uh, America. I, I'd honestly have to do more research. As far as Sega CD games, uh, I don't remember there being any uh, region issues, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, maybe I'm just thinking because I, I played a lot of uh, Sega CD games from Japan. But, yeah, there might be a video issue there, too. Um, I would think that 60 hertz switch would be enough. But, man, you know what? I, w- I would just go to... Because uh, I feel bad that it's not something I've had to do myself personally. So I would go somewhere um, where there's some pretty popular Sega forums, especially like UK forums, or, or check on YouTube and see if someone's done this mod um and, and see uh what they say i i wish i could an- answer the question better for you so chris throws in another thing here why are the two dudes such jerks to you wonderful guys oh do you guys gotta have like an hour we can need an hour no. to answer that we just uh <laughs> and i could go on forever <laughs> basically yeah it's it's jealousy that's what uh yep. david miller said it's, it's jealousy yeah you know when you can't be us, it's it just means that you're gonna try and poke fun at us, and you know that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. You, you guys do what you want to do with your weak, pathetic system, and we'll be <laughs> over here. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, two dudes, they're they're all right. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, my buddy Dan, Dan Basilia, asked, final, final question here, guys. I have a question only for old man Eric. <laughs> Where's <laughs> the best place to get discount Metamucil online? <laughs> well, I just happen to work for CVS. So <laughs> I get a discount. I don't think I get a discount at, Oh, on over-the-counter meds, I think. You get a senior discount, too? That's right. <laughs> I wish. You ever look at a, like a, a menu at like somewhere like Denny's or something, and then you you look over at the back and you see like the senior menu, and you're just like, man, I want to order from that menu. Yeah, I, and I'm sure on some podcast I've been on, I've, I've told this story, but I'm gonna tell it again. Um, my roommate in college and I used to go through drive-throughs, and uh, we go through Wendy's or something. He'd order the food, and he'd go, uh, "Do you guys give a senior discount?" And they say, "Yeah." He goes, "Okay, great." We pull up to the window. They're like, hey, you're not a senior. He said, well, I didn't ask you to give me one. I just want to know if you actually gave it. And then it was always too late for them to back it out of the system. So we got lots of senior discounts in college. <laughs> <laughs> Very smooth. Oh, man. That is classic. <laughs> I love it. Well, that wraps up the Ask Aaron segment. Let's move on to the Ask Nick segment. Ask Nick. Nick, <laughs> why did you pick this game? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. We... <laughs> The gym to garbage to good ratio is off. That's number one. Right. So we're trying to even that out a little bit because I don't want to get burnt out in all the good gyms and then have three years of this podcast with nothing but crap, right? That's what I'm afraid is going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I did that. So <laughs> without further ado, let's uh, go into this awesome game or whatever it's called. So uh, game on, Aaron. Game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. Sega. Barney's Hide and Seek. Did I even get that right? Yes. Barney's Hide and Seek Game is what the title says. Um, 
I can talk about memories real quick. Memories, I saw this on the shelf at my local video game rental store, and of course I didn't rent it. Um, even at that time, I wasn't that, wasn't that young. I remember Barney coming out on TV and being at the age where I kind of made fun of it. I know the kids, you know, three to five years old, loved this show, and uh, I remember it being a very annoying. There are some really cool segments in that show with cool dad jokes that I will be telling later. Uh, sort of like this one. Hey, Aaron, why did the window say ouch? Why? Because it had a pain. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found a YouTube video of Barney dad jokes I'll tell later. I'll throw the show. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd never played this until now. And um, actually, this is going to be the debut of my four-year-old son's podcast career. He did a great job. I'm going to insert some uh, clips of that later as we get into the gameplay discussion. But uh wasn't quite for me, but we'll, we'll get into that later. But did you remember this at all, or ever play it, or ever see it out in the wild? Uh, yeah, I saw it out in the wild, uh, like at Hollywood Video, and I think one time at, um, I can't remember what store. You remember when there was a time when there were certain bookstores that actually sold video games? Yeah. I remember something like that. Uh, <laughs> and I remember seeing this game, I, I thought it was at a bookstore, but uh, I could be wrong. It was somewhere... Around that time in '93, and I was out at the mall, and I saw the game. And you know what? I wasn't a Barty that I wasn't a Barty fan then. And I'm not a Barty fan now. But it was interesting seeing uh, a Barney game on the Sega Genesis because I, I couldn't really imagine what the game would be like. <laughs> I, I knew what the premise of the show was. I, I knew, you know, about the purple dinosaur. Uh, I think every kid at school knew who Barney was around that time even though you know we we, we decided uh, that, that we were too old and we'd outgrown barney uh you know or that we were too old for that show basically <laughs> but we knew about it i knew about barney yeah and i'd watched a few episodes of as a kid because um in it's about 94 was when my oldest nephew was born so he was born in 94 and i remember barney being on a lot is barney and then later on it was teletubbies so before teletubbies came and like became like the most obnoxiously annoying kids cartoon show um and before dinosaur tales it was barney um and maybe i'm being too generous but yeah barney was Barney was kind of everywhere. Uh, he was kind of inescapable on it. Wasn't he a, a PBS show? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, so he popped on over to PBS. And, and there were some other, you know, there were good shows on PBS. And there was Sesame Street. And uh, and I think when I was a kid, I, I watched a lot of, like, Nick Jr., uh, you know, and whatever Disney was doing. But, yeah, Barney just did not... <laughs> do it for me it, even when i was a kid i thought it was cheesy i think it had to do with like reusing old songs like yankee doodle uh, <laughs> no that was the barney theme right i just uh, i just know that i love you part of the i love you you love <laughs> oh, i love you too man That's... hey yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes I do remember that song specifically from Barney as well. And everything was very colorful. It was a live action TV show. And I just remember thinking Barney just, he was always smiling and he just seemed creepy to me. I don't know, bit, even yeah. as a kid. It's a little creepy. <laughs> I could see him being like a clown in your nightmares, right? Pretty much. 
Oh man. Well, this game was released in. I'm stuttering because I lost my page. Wait, you have like multiple pages of notes for this game? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that go? Here it is. Oh, you have Moby Games pulled out. Actually, I don't. <laughs> it was released in 1993. Uh, it was published by Sega, of course, and it was developed by Real Time, Real -time Associates, which actually. Which we've actually we covered a game yeah, of theirs. Normie's ba Beach Babarama, right? Yeah. So, and I recently just bought a game out in the wild, another game they made, uh, if you remember the Nickelodeon TV show, Aw, oh, Real Monsters. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, so they did that. And an interesting one they did that I kind of liked um, over on the Super Nintendo, they actually did the Beavis and Butthead on Super Nintendo. Now, on the Sega version, that was Radical Entertainment, but uh, the uh, Super Nintendo version was done by the Real Time Associates, so it's kind of interesting. But if you go through their page here, there is some very interesting... Um, games that developed uh, Caesar's Palace on Nintendo Entertainment System, which I've mentioned I like uh, casino games. Uh, Dick Tracy on Nintendo. What else they do here? There's something on... Oh, PlayStation. You remember, it's kind of like a beat-em-up game. It came out right in the beginning of PlayStation launch. It was uh, Iron Man and Exo Man of War and Heavy Metal. Yeah. Yeah, they did that, which I thought was a pretty cool game. It came out they, in the also, uh, they also did... Uh, in I if I played that one much, but I know it was an early, yeah, it got early PlayStation Saturn title. Got off, um, awful ratings. I think a lot of my love for it's nostalgia because I used to play that <laughs> with my cousin all the time. But, but they yeah. also ported they ported Maniac Mansion yes. uh, to the NES. Yep. Which is uh, probably my favorite version of that game, probably just for the music alone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Real Time Associates. We've talked about this before, but it, founded by Dave Warhol. Who worked for in television for a time, um, and then kind of started his own company in '86. Uh, and yeah, they've made a ton of licensed and uh, just original properties. Yeah, and they've they've done a lot of the uh, television compilations too, on some of the newer consoles. So that definitely makes sense, David Warhol. So yeah, um, what else we got here? The composer, I didn't really write down because I really didn't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Aaron mentioned, there's a lot of uh, just rip-offs rip of old songs, so you hear a lot uh, of... It's uh, Eric Swanson did the arrangements. Eric Swanson. That sounds that sounds right. <laughs> and uh, he's got a lot of audio credits, actually, if, I, if I'm looking at this right. He did the music, uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. He worked on the Ooh. Genesis version music. And, well, crap. I should have uh, looked that up. You know, Berenstein Bears Camping Adventure, which is another real-time Associates hit. Uh, <laughs> they also worked on that game. I think they did Barney and... I don't know why we just didn't make this a twofer to get him out of the way. But they, <laughs> they did both of those games. Um, Rapid in a Crystal's Ponytail? No, that's, that's another, another deal completely. But yeah, he's got got some pretty de decent credits uh worked on music for metal warriors which is a pretty awesome uh game on the super nintendo and you just mentioned ah real monsters did music for that return of the jedi zoop um let's see yeah so he's he's kept pretty active i don't know if he's still involved musically lately but the last thing it said he did was connect star wars which is a pretty cool game but uh yeah i can't <laughs> music wise there's just really not much music going on in this game what's there is is just kind of the bland generic um old-timey tunes that play 
yeah. uh, that are using the show. But I wouldn't say it's like horrible Genesis sound, but it's kind of muted and in the background for the most part. And I think it's to kind of allow for the voices to be to be heard better because uh, the voices are actually I would say that's probably the most impressive thing about this game is the the amount of uh, voice acting and voices used in the game. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'm trying to get the good out of the way first. I'm trying to. It's hard to do that. <laughs> it's also very colorful. I, I will say uh, this is honestly one of the better looking games for the Sega Genesis. I can't really fault this game on graphics alone. Very true. <laughs> definitely lots and of good colors. Barney is definitely purple. Um, <laughs> Baby didn't lock, use any box screen. <laughs> yeah. I didn't use any brown. Or <laughs> oh, you know, muddy shades of gray. Or <laughs> and then, uh, real quick about the uh, pricing for this game, it's going to run you about four dollars ninety nine cents loose. Hey, so it's cheap, guys. It's cheap, and in complete in box, which I have, it is running you about six dollars and seventy one cents. I came in somewhere between there. But uh, the story of this game, believe it or not, there's a little bit of a story <laughs> What's the here. Story. Uh, this is what the back of the box says. I like this. Barney is it in a super d duper adventure. He searches for four friends and Baby Bop on the farm, underwater, and through other playful scenes. Children will love the discovery and fun they have with Barney. Barney names, Barney names favorite things like toys and animals. Children always win and Barney never gets hurt. Hear more than 100 words and 200 familiar phrases like I love you in Barney's own voice. Barney helps with counting, matching, and problem solving. He shows how to cross streets safely and disposes of trash. Barney has a unique self-play adventure. When your child stops playing, Barney shows what to do next. So yeah, it's definitely a kid's game. We'll, we'll go ahead and say that right now. Um, one, of th one thing I want to do right now, actually, is we're going to cut out and we're going to go to my youngest son, who's four years old, his name's Elliot, playing this game. And I just kind of put the mic in front of his face and he sat on my lap and we actually sat and beat this game together. So I'm going to cut to that right now. You guys enjoy this. He actually tells tells us whether he thinks it's a gym or not at the end of the little uh, segment. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Yeah. What is this game? I don't know. It's called Barney? Yeah. What do you got to do in it? Play. Play? Yeah, find anything. Yeah. Find people to find people. Find people? Yeah, look. Are they hiding? Look, they are hiding. Oh, cool. What color is Barney? Purple and green. Purple and green? Yep, but with nails. Yeah, how old are you, Elliot? Four. Four. Yeah. And your name's what, Elliot? Yeah. Okay. What's he doing? It's time to find people. Elliot, what do we do when you get sick? I don't know. We're going to have Mommy on the podcast screaming in the background, aren't we? <laughs> five people. Co We're covering Barney. I want to see what Elliot thinks of it. What do you say? I love you? Yeah. Are you giving kisses? Oh, boy. What'd that raccoon do? I saw somebody. I saw somebody. You found him? Yeah. What's Barney doing? Give him a hug? He always find people. Always give a hug. He always gives a hug? He always. Look. He always do that. Always does that? Watch this. He looks he's flying. What's he flying on? A balloon. A balloon? Yep. Watch this. Oh. Oh. Look at that. That's a butterfly. That's a butterfly? Yep. I found a present. Oh, what was in the present? Oh, a duck. A duck? Yep. I found a star. A star? Yeah, I found it. Watch this. 
What was that? That's that slide. A slide. Yes, too slippery. Too slippery. Yeah, it is too slippery. You do that again with this. Do it again. Yeah, look. That that one, see. I saw it. It's not too slippery. Not too slippery. I. I think Barney's just clumsy. Is that? <laughs> you get room. I, f I found hearts. It's in there. Hearts. More hearts. It's stars. How many hearts are there? One, two, three. One, two, three? Yeah. And fireworks. And fireworks. Super D duper. There's a bunny. He, he wants a carrot. He wants a carrot? Yeah. You think bunnies like carrots? Yeah, he does. He does. But now what's he doing? Looks like he's dancing. He's eating. He's eating? A carrot. Now, now it's gone. Look at that frog. Look at that frog. He bounced. He bounced? He always did. He wasn't hiding, though. You're just trying to find the guy's hiding? Yeah. Okay. Oh, what's that? A balloon. Wait, was he flying? I found the... I found oh, did you find one of the friends? Yeah. What is this? Is that a traffic light? What's, red, what's red mean on the traffic light? Stop. Stop. What's green mean? Go. What's green mean? Go. Go? Yep. You're, you're smart, Elliot. I'm strong. You're strong, too? <laughs> Let me see your muscles. Yeah, hit pause for that. Daddy. What? Feel it. I do. I feel your muscle. You're strong. You think you're stronger than Barney? It's what? Hmm. He always... Oh. Did you put trash in the trash can? It's not nice to litter, is it? Watch this. I, I put in trash. Cool. What can that smell? <laughs> Another balloon. Another balloon? Yeah. Wee. Another slide. Nice slide? Yeah. Whoa. Hope he didn't hurt his butt. He didn't. <laughs> Look at that birdie. Look at that birdie. Look, another one. A little one? Oh. Another one. What's that thing? A butterfly. That's a little bear. <gasps> I'm done. You're done? Look. You, what, you found four kids and Look. one present? Yep. That's pretty good. Look. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. You ever heard that song? One, two, three, four. I got, I, I found five. Good job. High five for that one. I said one, two, three, four. How about a high five for that? Yeah. It was drum. Drum? Yeah. You like drums? Yeah, I like, I'm going to do drum. What is that one? Another drum. Another drum? Yeah, this. See, see that, see that one? He's hitting himself in the face. <laughs> yeah, he did. He is. His face is a drum. Yeah, he is. It is. Why are you following me? That's a guitar. That's a guitar? Yeah. Who plays guitar that you know? You. I do? Yeah. Am I good at it? Yeah, you're good. I'm alright. That's what you're strong. I'm strong? I know me, I'm strong. Me too. Yeah, me too. Feel that muscle. What? Ooh. How can we keep doing that instead of playing the game? Do you like this game? Yeah. Do you like it better than Sonic? What was it? He's hitting himself in the face again. He always does that. He always does that. He do this. Yep. Watch. Boingy, boingy, boingy. Like this. He always... Mwah. Oh, another stoplight. Wait. What do you do at red? You stop. And what do you do at green? Go. Good job. Whoa. Stop.
What happens if you go in red? What happens? I do that. Watch. Watch. I'll show you. Oh, he pulls the stop sign out. That's cool. He did that. Now press it. That doll is a little creepy looking. He <laughs> here. Oh yeah. boy. You're the one. Can you say that? Oh boy. Now drum. Now drum. Now drum. Another drum. Yep. Is that a tuba or a trombone? What is that? I don't know. I don't know either. What's in there? It looks like it's chewing tobacco. Can you make that noise? He, he always does that. Can you do that, Elliot? What? I want to hear you do that. Yeah, yeah, wound. I don't know how to. You don't know how to? I, I found somebody. You found somebody? Yeah, that. Oh, that's cool. Another kid you found? Yep. Yay. Stop. Oh, another stop sign. Stop light. That has to stop. You think a kid's going to walk off the cliff? Oh, he almost fell off the cliff. He, uh, he always does that. He always does that? Yeah. You have to press light. Yes. Oh, boy. He had one. Another drum. Ooh. He's hitting Ooh. himself in the face again. <laughs> he always does that. What? A trumpet. A trumpet. That's right. I don't know what is in there. It sounds like a car horn. What do you think? It's not. There's another guitar. That one. You're good. He is good. No, no, you, you, you're good at guitars. Yeah. That one. Ooh, ooh. He's gonna set himself again. He always does that. <laughs> he always does that. Yeah. What color is that balloon? That one. You found all the friends. Oh, no, you didn't. That's only four. You got one, two, three, four. And two presents you found. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah. You think this game's fun? Daddy. Yep. Well, 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 what, what happens? What happens if you you going right? What? Uh, green. I don't know. You you go. You go. Always towards. Oh, what? Well, yellow one. Boingy, boingy, boingy. You found another balloon. Now finally, I I I found three presents. Wow. Nothing in there. Nothing in there? Only, only music. Only music? Stop! How do they keep music in a box? They always do that. Stop! That looks like Baby Bop. Oh, you go back and find Baby Bop. Oh, you missed. Where is it? See if you can stay on that cloud and go back up. Oh, won't let you. You gonna go back and get Baby Bop? Yeah, you do this. Mwah. What? You got one. Yeah, you got one. I found them. I found her. I found her. I found one, two, three, four, five. Hey, Elliot. I, f I found five. Do you know how to count cows? I don't know how to. You use a calculator. <laughs> that's cr that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> I, 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 I found her. You her. found all five people hiding. Yeah. Good job. You want to keep playing this or you want to play something else? Uh, I play... I'm playing with got two players. Two players? Yeah. Do you like this game? This, this is one player. One player. Do you like this one, game though? Two, three, four, seven. I, I found seven. Would you call this game a gym? I, I found one, two, three, four, five, six. You're ignoring my question. Hey, what? Hey, what? Now you're underwater. You're on level three. Yep. Level three. <laughs> Level three. That's pretty close. Level. Oh. oh, you found one. I found somebody. Yeah. I found. 
She was hiding behind a treasure chest. Why? I don't know. She always She always does that. On in our underwater. Underwater. Hey, look. Can you jump up there? Oh, that's a big jump. What's that? Your one. A sea turtle. A sea turtle, that's a I believe that's a crab. No. Sea sea turtle. Okay, it's a sea turtle. We'll go with that. <laughs> I'm trying to get up there. You're trying to get up there? How come the fish have teeth? Oh what? I found somebody. I found somebody. Super D super. Oh, I didn't. Boing. Boing. Ellie, you still gonna play this game? I I I I need I need found two more people. Two more people? There's an octopus. He looks upset. Yeah, why? Maybe he's a sourpuss. You get it? Sourpuss. Hey, what was that crab? See what it, I did there, Ellie? He's stuck. What? He's stuck? Yeah, look. Yeah, I'm stuck. Hey, someone up there. Isaac, do you want to play this game after Elliot? Well, I don't want to play that game. Why not? Because. I, I, I Why? got, I got, I, just, I found him. I found him. Game? It's well, a baby game. It's a baby game. No, it's not. Do you play it, Daddy? I played it, yeah. Do you like it? I'm going to do a podcast on it. you believe that? For real? For real. Why? You think people will oh, listen look, to that? Oh, look, one. No. They don't think they'll listen to this podcast? It's a baby's podcast. A baby's podcast. That's gonna be our new tagline. There's Baby Bop. You found her. I found her. She's the last one. She's the last one. Good job. And I found one, two, three, four, five. Uh, uh you have to find those people. Hey too. Isaac. It's gone. Why did Why did the cows cross the road? I don't know. To get to the movies. No! <laughs> no way! Daddy, what do you call a cow with a twitch? <laughs> you say it wrong. What do you call a cow with a twitch? Twitch. What is it? Beef jerky. Beef jerky? How about a milkshake? What? That would have been pretty good too, right? Daddy? You found all five? Guess what? No, no red light. No red light. Huh? No red light. No red light? See what? Well, because if you walked off the ledge, he would fall. Right? In the water? I guess Barney can't swim. Do you think Barney can swim? I, I don't know how to. He, he know how to. How come? Why doesn't Barney know how to swim? <gasps> Did you find him? Go get him. Present. Present? Yeah. What's in that present? I don't know. It's like a truck. Hey, look at that. Whoa. I got him up. What's in that present? Only fireworks. Fireworks? Not only that. Do you like fireworks? Yeah. Guess what? Huh? Guess what? Guess what? What? I, I don't do this. Not cover my ears. You don't cover your ears when you hear fireworks. I I, I do this. Don't cover my ears. What if they went boom? Whoa! <laughs> that scare you? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why am I always going down? Hey, what? Are you are you on a farm right now? I I am. What are you finding on a farm? I found somebody. You almost found everybody. He's hungry. Why is he hungry for? He, you found everybody. Yep. What's what? that? What's that little girl's name? I don't know. Remember I said baby bop? Yeah. Yeah. What? One, two. I found. You found all the friends and only two presents. I found one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Peep. You found the duck? Yeah. Cool. What are those up there on the hay? I can't get them. What are they? They're apples. Apples. That's cool. Yay, I found All one, right. two, three, hey. four, five, six, seven, eight. Ellie, I think you just beat the game. See? Was that fun? Yeah.
Was it fun? Yeah. Do you like it better than Sonic? Yeah, well, I'll play some Duke Bears now. Okay, do you like this game better than Sonic, though? Sure. Sure? Do you think this game's a gym? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not? Okay. Alright, so you guys heard from my son. He does not think this game's a gym, but hey. What? We'll, Spoiler. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little later. But, um, I want to jump right into the game from my perspective. I did beat this game on my own, and then, of course, I just mentioned my son. Yeah, you heard from my son. He beat it as well. Uh, it's very easy. Like we said, it's a kid's game. Basically, Barney has, uh, there's like ten slots on the bottom of the screen. Five are for his friends, and five are for the presents. So, you can, you can see his little friends kind of hiding behind rocks and trees, and you can easily see him. You just kind of walk up to him and hit an action button. You find them, and then uh, it's kind of the same thing for the presents. But there's other little parts of the game, like the back of the box mentioned. Uh, like you, you'll see litter on the ground, and of course Barney's such a good Samaritan, he's gonna pick it up and throw it into the trash. Or uh, he'll see a sad octopus. You know, my, as you heard my, uh, as I told my son, I called that a sourpuss. So hi, uh, see what I did there? Stupid joke. <laughs> but you go make, go and cheer him up, or you can give a rabbit a carrot, things like that. So it's very interactive for kids and. It, it surprisingly, you know, even though my son said it was not a gym, I believe he thinks it's good because he played it through all the way uh, without wanting to stop. So that was kind of cool. But um, and what's funny is uh, he he played it. I actually let um, I know this is they're probably gonna call CPS on us. But uh, I let my <laughs> my daughter Cat, who's three, I let her play it for a bit. Uh, and it was definitely her speed. Uh, she she didn't mind it. She liked uh. You know the the fact that the the controls, you can pretty much just mash on the controls and you'll do something. Um, you know you'll you'll run into somewhere uh, where Barney will, uh, like you said, the, the the trash scenario, or you'll go and find a, a kid and hug him. Um, so I would say on that front, yeah, she had a, a good time, but there's just so many, many better games. Absolutely. And I do like the fact that it actually gives notes to the parents. Like when you pull up the game, it actually yes. says things like, uh, what's it say? Uh, I wrote this down somewhere. Actually, no, it's in the book. I'll find it here. It is in the game too, but it says things like, um, oh, shoot, Nick. To the parents. Barton, Congratulations. You yeah. bought the worst game ever made. Paid $50 for this piece of trash. <laughs> it says, Barney's hide and seek game is designed to be enjoyed by children from 3 to 6 years old. For beginning players, Barney will move to the screens on his own. With more practice, players can make Barney jump right, jump, ride, float, and climb to more challenging areas of the scene. No matter how your child plays, Barney will never be harmed or lose the game. There is only fun learning and exploration. And I actually didn't know Barney moved on his own until I set the controller down and was doing something else, naturally, while I was playing this game. And I uh, just started to see him walking. I thought my controller got stuck or something, but I'm like, oh, maybe he's possessed. I don't know. But that's kind of cool for kids. I mean, this is very, like I meant, my four-year-old can play Mario and Sonic and games like that, but this is the first game he played where he didn't need my help, which was kind of interesting for him. He played it through all the way. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of. I guess it's kind of cool for little kids. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not... Uh there are worse there are worse games out there i take it back there are worse games and for the intended audience which is three to six year olds i mean they say it right there in the game uh that's who this is for uh and real-time associates obviously knew who their market audience would be when they were making the game and the the only way you can really compare this game is to stack it up against other edutainment titles uh, that are at that kid level uh, where they can, they're just starting to understand the world around them um, and you know maybe they 
Like they don't have the reading comprehension yet, but they, they know all the visual cues, right? So there's a lot of visual things in this game that, uh, you know, everything's voiced, everything is visual, and there's no text to read for the kid. So it's it's kind of at that level where they can stay engaged because they can, you know, oh, look, there's a butterfly. Oh, look, there's a, you know, <laughs> it's funny as you can't get on a platform until the, the sign goes from uh, red to green, which is interesting. Yeah, and if the you only try platformer to... I know of where you can you can't actually get on a, a floating <laughs> platform in the sky. Just take notes, kids. Yeah, and it's funny because Barney actually pulls out a stop sign whenever uh, he tries to walk off the ledge. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. that's pretty much the gameplay. I mean, really, there's not much and else. Did you notice? Uh, what, what was I gonna say? Um, the jumping in this game is a little weird. Yeah, it's almost like you don't even have to hit the button half the time. You just get near something and hit a button and it just kind of takes you to the next area you need to go to. Yeah. Yeah, and whether it's very short or very high, it just automatically puts Barney up there. I will say there's less gameplay in this game than there is in Crystal Ponytail. Crystal yeah, Ponytail. yeah. That one, at least you were trying to... I mean, you're trying to find stuff, but there's kind of a whole world to explore. This one's like you, you go into these self-contained levels... The levels are literally done after about two minutes of uh, finding each kid. Yeah, and, and it's a good point, too, because in Crystal's Ponytail, you actually have to complete the missions. If you just walk through this game and only find two kids out of the five, it lets you finish the stage. It and doesn't it, care. Yeah. It, it just says, way to go, or congratulations. Yeah. Super uh, <laughs> Super dee duper. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool, because at the end of the stage, my, my son was counting. I got four people and three presents, you know. So, you know, that's kind of cool for the little guys. But Whatever, I guess that's neat, I guess. Uh, so we talked about graphics. Um, I did want to talk about the sound effects a little bit. Um, I was kind of impressed, if I'm going to say that at all, about all the different things Barney actually says. I was um, kind of depressed. Depressed, oppressed. You know, there's all kinds of pressed we can use there. But uh, every time he jumps up on something, he's like, oh, look, it's a rabbit, or look, it's a snail. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something he's saying, which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, you know, Sega was real big on actually having vocal sounds. And, you know, I guess you could call this sport, Sports Talk Barney, if you want to get into it. Yep. Like that. Sports Talk Baseball, Football, Barney. But, yeah. But I was, you know, if I was going to say anything good about it, it's definitely the uh, sound effects pretty varied, pretty pretty accurate too because I didn't walk up on a snail and it wasn't like look at this rabbit you know, then I'd been really mad <laughs> yeah then I would have returned the game <laughs> yeah <laughs> for the six dollars I paid for it <laughs> uh, there was a cow in the game and it reminded me of this one joke I heard uh, why did the cow cross the road why Nick to get to the movies Oh, man. I'm never disappointed. Man. Never disappointed. And what never you, disappointed. What do you use to count cows? A calculator. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> or should I say, snailed what, it. What's What's your uh, favorite type of math? I don't know. Calculus. Calculus. <laughs> You're a cow, yeah. That's right. <laughs> My son tells us one joke. He says, uh, oh, "What is it? What, what do you call a twitchy cow?" Of course, he says beef jerky. <laughs> Which I th I'm thinking milkshake. That might be one too. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my. 
All right. So the music, like we mentioned, we talked a little bit about the composer or the arranger, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's a lot of old kind of kid song you'll hear Yankee Doodle and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, Farmer in the Dale. Uh, what else was there? There's something else, wasn't there? I don't know. Uh, I can't was remember. Was there like a Mary had a little lamb? I can't. I can't Possibly. remember. Possibly. It's so banal. It's <laughs> bottom of the bin stuff. Bottom of the bins. Oh, I forgot to mention there are five or uh, four levels, four super yes. duper levels, <laughs> as the book calls it. There's a forest friend, music town, deep blue sea, and farm fun. Which music town cracks me up, and I mentioned this in the video a little bit with my son. Uh, what do you think of like those drums that are just beating themselves on the face? Making <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was funny. great, actually. That actually made That's me laugh. That's probably my favorite part of the game. <laughs> right there. That's a gym. That part of the game's a gym. <laughs> That's right. You know, self-mutilation <laughs> in the kids' games, instant pass for me. Which, when that happened, my son and I both started like her just laughing. It was like, <laughs> we just stopped what we were doing laughing at the thing. So, oh, so okay. the, yeah, the, the, at least the stages were varied a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. I don't know, sir. You but know? I've got three achievements. You got? Well, let's just jump right into that, should we? Yes. Retrofitted and achievement. The Genesis Games Retrofitted Achievements. Let me hear your first achievement, Aaron. My first achievement is the Wretched Spawn. Oh, and that's find all the kids in a level. <laughs> I like it. These are album titles. If, if you can correctly guess which band I'm talking about, you get a cookie. <laughs> cookie. A Super D Duper cookie. Speaking of that, my first achievement is Super D Duper, and that's just starting the game. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had one, it, it was a similar uh, start the game, but the name of the achievement is Torture. Torture. <laughs> Now here's uh here's how to remedy that achievement. Start the game, but make sure the controller is unplugged. Oh, yeah. And your achievement will pop. That's right. And you know what they say: the only winning move is not to play. <laughs> Going deep there. That was deep. I like it. I got one here. It's called "Remember I Love You." And that's uh, don't letting any friends play this game because you love your friends, right? I okay. Quick aside, I don't know if you uh, so this got removed from YouTube, but uh, Classic Game Room did a review of this game. I think because of all the voices, uh, it was copyrighted, copyright issues, so they had to take it down. Is that right? Uh, but someone re-uploaded it, and it's probably one of the funniest classic game room uh, episodes. But I think it's also I think it's on their website, but it's also been re-uploaded to YouTube, so it's worth checking out because uh, Lord Carnage, the main guy, tortures the uh, <laughs> CGR undertow guy with the game, and it's pretty hilarious. That's awesome. Those guys are awesome. Love that. Every time we cover a show here, I usually go type in you know whatever Genesis review. They usually have something up there. I love listening to their reviews. So good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, I have one more, and it's. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> it, this one. It? This one's called. Uh, Look, it's a friend, and that's uh, stop playing this game and hang out with a friend. <laughs> but what if you don't have any friends? <laughs> well, then you're probably because you're watching Barney. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> uh, that's what got to me with Barney, I, I think, was that it didn't really feel like you were learning that much. I don't know. Always thought there were better kids programs out there. Yeah. But maybe there's some super-de-duper Barney fans out there, and I, I don't want to offend them, so I'm sorry, guys. I think it was just Barney fan. too kitty, maybe? Like, I love Sesame... I can still watch Sesame Street to this day. But Sesame Sesame Street taught you stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess Barney cookie. did to you, ah, but... Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. Two cookies. One, ah, ah, two, three. <laughs> and there was, like, good music on there, too. I remember my son and I... Um, you know that guy, Jason Mraz... Yes. Um, he had a real famous song that uh, he kind of rewrote for the show with Elmo. And it was really good. We actually downloaded that and listened to it. It was the same song and something about playing outside. I can't remember. But it was pretty good. Was it the Look in the Mirror song or whatever that is? Nah, I can't remember. I, maybe. <laughs> okay. I'll just take your word for it. Yeah. Had like a yellow ukulele in it. Something about. Yeah. Uh, so whose turn for an achievement is it? I don't know. I did all mine. I kind of went out. Okay, there. so my my final achievement here is uh, bloodthirst, <laughs> and that's <laughs> find all the children in the game so you can eat them. Um, so that's kind of a morbid achievement, but I think that's what happens at, at the at the true ending of the game. Because let's be honest, there's no such thing as a friendly dinosaur. There isn't. <laughs> I was like, are you gonna do did like, you see Jurassic Park? Yes, I did. I was like, are you going to do like Raining Blood next? <laughs> so next well, kind of along the same lines, yeah. <laughs> this is another um, metal band. So if you guessed it, if you can figure out just based on those uh, achievements alone who the, the band is, all you have to do is just Google it and you'll figure it out. Were those all your achievements? Yeah. All right, well, let's answer the same question my son's already answered. Is this game a gym? Is this game of Genesis Gym? Is it good? Or is it garbage? There was no Moby rank for this game at all. There was an interesting review I'm going to read real quick. This is from the All Game Guide from 1999. Strange. But uh, the, the tagline, or the headline said, uh, There are two certainties in life. Small children love Barney, and adults hate him. These two rules apply to this video game as well. Children will love controlling their favorite purple dinosaurs every move, while adults watching their children play will get sick of hearing Barney's expression of love accompanied by sickly, sickly sweet background music. But this game is not for adults, so they will just have to appreciate the fact that their kids are having a good time. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of agree with that. That's kind of I put that on there. I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, then, of course, we polled our listeners, <laughs> which I don't even know if we got a straight answer on this. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, I don't know how many of how many of them actually played the game. I know, so I'm gonna go through the comments anyway, just because it's all fun. Yeah. Uh, the first comment comes from you, Aaron. It says, "Come on, April Fools was last month, Nick." Funny, funny. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Michael, who keeps asking us to do this game because I know how much he loves it, he says, "Ha ha ha ha! Can't wait to hear all about this game." And then uh, Craig Holland says, if you guys need to take a hiatus after this episode, it's completely justified. <laughs> and then uh, Andrew Coed says, I am sure this must be more amazing than Mazen Saga, or you would have not chosen it. I am down. Hey, maybe my two-year-old son will play with me. Um, so actually, Andrew, Mazen Saga was on a different poll. Well, we just kind of picked this game ourselves. I don't like to admit that, but uh, we did. <laughs> And then uh, Trevor Franklin says, I would I would try to comfort you by saying we were dreading covering Berenstein Bears camping adventure, but we ended up super impressed with it. But I think we all know Barney isn't going to be good for a bunch of grown men. <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris Vanderhoff says, April Fools. 
<laughs> Jesse Clever just has a couple emoticons of someone laughing so hard they're crying. <laughs> yeah. Ken Kazimal says, garbage for sure. Nick DeMarco says, ha 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 no, you can't make me review it. You can't. He Ste did. He did review it. <laughs> yeah. Steven's admitting to being an SNES kid, so I'm free. Free at last. You can't make me. Walks away cackling. <laughs> Anthony Pig says, I've been looking in the Barney... What? I've been looking in the Barney bag, and I found a lot of things. Gizmos and gadgets, odds and ends, and even some old string. So I asked myself the question, what can I make today? With imagination in the Barney bag, we'll see what we can make today. Yeah, see what we will make today. I, I guess he had, I guess that was on the show. I don't know. Um, Jim Jones says, WTF, dot, dot, dot. And then he posts a picture of a garbage can with the Barney cover art inside of it. <laughs> uh, Eric Gerbeck says, this game, in parenthesis, or in quotations, We'll have you begging to replay Technocarp. Techno... I just said Technocrap. Technocop. <laughs> Garbage. Barney... Another great game. <laughs> Barney, you're busted. I'm glad I wasn't on that episode. Ito <laughs> oh, Ramos says, Never played it, but I will say... Get for the... Oh, I will say GE for the laugh out louds. I don't know what GE is. Oh, he must have Jim, I'm sorry. I will say Jim for the lols. And the uh, last one comes from Jonathan Grayson. This is going to make my workout extra painful. <laughs> I guess he listens to us while he works out. So I'll go first here. Um, this is kind of a two-part rating for me. Uh, my first part, I'm going to go ahead and rate it for the kids. I'm going to say just good for the kids. And for adults, this is total garbage. Um, pretty much all the reasons I said I, I will never play this game again. My youngest son will probably only play it one more time in his life before he grows up and realizes it's not that fun. So... Um, I do appreciate what uh, they did here with, for the for the younger kids, knowing that you can beat this game very easily. Barney doesn't get hurt, and you know there's some there's some nice things in there like don't don't walk out in front of a road when the red stop signs or stop lights on, wait for it to go green, things like that. That's fine, but um, but for me, it's garbage. How about you, Aaron? Yeah, um, I will say it's a gem. No, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's garbage, but I think. Mm. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard because there are worse games than Barney on the Sega Genesis. Big time. That are probably way more deserving of the garbage title. But as far as uh, the games that we've covered so far, I think it sits below Crystal's Ponytown. Yeah, big time. There's just not enough gameplay in here. And yes, our children may enjoy it for a little while but if we're looking at the game uh, I don't know if we look at if we break it down music just kind of barely there sound effects pretty decent uh, graphics are pretty nice for Sega Genesis but there's just no no gameplay so to speak uh, and, and there are actually fun edutainment titles um, that, as adults, we can still go back and play and enjoy. Uh, Oregon Trail, yeah. Word Muncher, Number Muncher, those are some of my favorites. Uh, Where in Time is Carmen San Diego. But, I mean, those games are aimed at a little older demographic anyways. I, I think we're always going to run into this problem with video games that are aimed at the three- to six-year-old age bracket is that uh, the gameplay has to be kept pretty simple anyway. 
um, or they think it is, uh, <laughs> think it does, for them to understand it. So, yeah, it's it's garbage, but uh, I, I really can't fault Real-Time Associates that much. I'm sure they made a, a pretty penny making that game, because uh, I know a lot of parents had to buy it for the kids as soon as they saw it. So, Absolutely. They so, made their money. So, <laughs> absolutely. So we'll lay the gavel down and call this one garbage. Now you mentioned a little bit ago that you feel like it's just right under Crystal's ponytail, which which makes sense. I would say yeah, it's right under Crystal's ponytail, which is in ranked what right now? I can't recall. It's ranked number forty-seven, and it was the very last good on our list because right underneath Crystal Ponytail is Last Battle, which we ranked garbage. Yeah, I would say this is. Uh, I would put this below Last Battle, but above um, Slaughter Sport. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking below Slaughter Sport. Yeah, because then Technocop is number fifty. Slaughter Sport's yeah. number forty. Yeah, so I, I I actually enjoyed it a little bit more than Last Action Hero, which is number fifty-one. <laughs> game's the worst. Yep. So uh, right after. Though there are worse games. So it's still. So this game will be the new number fifty. We have not plumbed the depths yet. <laughs> number 50, Barney's Hide and Seek Game, which then number 51 will become Technocop, number 52 is Last Action Hero, and number 53 is now Heavy Nova. So there you go. For the ranking, we will update that very shortly. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, uh, give it a couple days, it should be updated on the website. And if we ever play Dark Castle, <laughs> God have mercy on your souls. <laughs> we may have to play some. Uh, we've been playing a lot of a lot of garbage lately, so <laughs> fun, fun. All right, guys. Well, as we hinted earlier, we will be covering uh, hopefully a good game next time. We'll, we'll see what the what the consensus is there. We're actually going to be having a longtime listener and supporter of our show. Uh, who's actually done some drawings for us in the past. Uh, he's given us big shout-outs on his podcast. And finally, I want to pull him on the show. Uh, he actually recommended this game. It went to the poll. It won the poll. And this game is uh, very... To me, it's an obscure beat-em-up because I haven't played it very much and haven't really even heard of it, but it's called Mazen Saga. So we have Joe Copel on the show for that. Hopefully, uh, I've been texting with Rob. Hopefully, he can come on as well. Uh, he's out of school for now. He has the whole summer off, so we may be seeing a little bit more of Rob than we're used to. He seems to kind of rush back on the scene when school's out and he has some free yeah. time. So that'll be cool. We'll get Rob we're back. We're just in. gonna have to record like ten episodes in ten days. Yeah, and just stretch it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he and I have talked about that. We keep talking about wanting to do a uh, an office podcast. I keep I now want to I want to title it the Dundies. But uh, I, I mentioned we should just sit down one evening and just record like a whole season and just slowly release it throughout the year. But we've been talking about that for about five years now. So who knows. But anyways, guys, really appreciate you all uh, listening. Uh, all the pa- patrons out there, thank you for supporting. And if anyone else would like to support that, we actually have three Patreon-exclusive episodes right now. The first one was World Series Baseball for the Game Gear. The second one was Star Wars Arcade for the 32X. And we just released, uh, as we're recording this today the uh, Wonder Boy Dragon's Trap um, for the Switch version mainly, but we also talked about the other versions as well. So go check those out, uh, patreon.com slash genesisgems. Donate at least a dollar, and you'll get that. Uh, if you do the other tiers, there's some other cool things too, like um, at the beginning of the show, you heard Landon give a shout-out to someone in his Hawkers, Hawkster impression. That's our $3 tier. And of course, we have other tiers where we do a retro uh, junk box. We'll do that later this year. Other tiers, you get monthly gear every month. We've actually given away a t-shirt. And then this month, uh, 
the folks will be getting a Genesis Gem mouse pad, believe it or not. So that's going to be kind of cool. And yeah. then in the next few months, we're going to also... Wait, do people use computers still? I think so. Just iPads. You can just kind of pin it to the wall. It's like a little poster. <laughs> and then, like I said, my mom is a wonderful artist. She's working on a a, a very unique Genesis Gem kind of uh, hand drawing that we're going to be giving out. We'll be making some prints of uh, to the monthly supporters who do that tier. And then I'll also be putting it on our website for uh, just something to be sold so she's a wonderful artist has done things like that for years so she's working real hard at it and i appreciate that she actually broke her wrist so she's having a little trouble getting it done right now oh no yeah so i actually had planned to have that done this month but it looks like a few more months may go by but some cool stuff in the pipeline for that um but yeah i want to say a big thank you to ken kazimov for actually designing our newest logo i sent him a t-shirt um just because i thought that was the right thing to do because he made us a real cool logo and we're using it for all of our stuff so big thanks for that but uh, again, if you want to check us out, go to our website at www.genesisgymspodcast.com. All of our links are down there, Facebook, Twitter, Podomatic, uh, and we're part of the Retro Junkies Network. That link's on there as well, so go check that out. And uh, Aaron, is uh, Retro Obscura, are you guys still in the works? What's the- <laughs> oh man, it's it's just been uh, it's been interesting, to say the least. Uh, ho- hopefully we can get it going again. It, right now it's kind of on hiatus. Okay. I'm, I'm having some... Uh, lineup changes basically um having a few people from the show who are having a hard time committing to doing an episode lately and just finding time um to do it it's nice how our show is you know we can just have two people on and it's it's cool i think that's probably what i'll have to go back to uh is is i can keep a regular schedule on it and then just whoever wants to join me will do the show but that's kind of where we're at right now. <laughs> so yeah. at, at this point, it might just be Paul and I. So we'll see. <laughs> Understood. That, that's kind of helped the gyms out because I always try to have everyone to show at the same time. Scheduling got out of the way. So I, I know with uh, Aaron, you've always been a been a very dedicated guy. So I appreciate that. I really do. Don't take granted for that. I want to say thank you again for kind of being the, the second guy. And then, of course, always have the door open for Landon and Rob and Josh Wood as well. They're kind of our uh, – Every invite goes out to those guys, so whatever they can join, cool, you know. It's a pretty, yeah. pretty good deal. I like it. They're our, uh, our, our bench warmers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we need those guys. Yeah. They, they come in and, and play about, you know, two minutes at the <laughs> end of the fourth quarter, and it really helps. Yeah, yeah. Let's say Aaron and I have a drink of water, you know, get our breath. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, guys, with that, um, this has been Genesis Gems episode 56, Barney's Hide and Seek Game is garbage. So guys, until next time, we will catch you later. Later, dudes. Again. 
We would like to give a big thank you to the following patrons. Jared Adams, Daniel Tolan, Andrew Coed, Stephen Govditch, Rob Luther, Jim Jones Jim, Matt Daly, Jason Wilson, Bradley Smith, Alan Tracy, Nick Mellon, Trevor Franklin, Andy Layton, NZ17, John Grayson, Joshua Witt, Landon Long, and Michael. Thank you for being a gym. Yeah.